Hey everybody, guess what time it is? Time for emails. Uh oh. Rangers. <laughs> oh. Just do all the sound effects. It's, it's a, canon now. It's a reference it's a to a podcast that you have to pay to hear, and I did Ooh. it on this one that you don't. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. What a what a breadcrumb to follow. Nah, it's just the sound that Donnie Yen makes in all of his kung fu movies. Yeah. Anyway, I'm Jeff. That's Josh. We read your emails on this show about our other show, M Class Podcast. Let's read some. All right. Our yes, first have email. some. Get a pizza. Our first uh, email <laughs> is from V, and it's entitled... The Alien Show? V? Wow, that's where you went, huh? Not the movie with the with the guy with the mask? Oh, V for Vendetta? You old bastard. That's where you went. <laughs> <laughs> I went to the most obscure 80s television show that... I've never watched Sucks. V. I saw no, I, I haven't. I've seen the poster of the guy who's like, "We're your friends," and he's wearing like a red jumpsuit and glasses. Yeah, like there's him. a remake of it. I think they did a back when like Battlestar was getting popular. They were like, "What can we do to make more money?" We'll make V again. Yeah, we'll make V again. That was a good one. It's V E E V. Okay. Okay. Hi, Jeff and Josh. Hey. Hi. It's me, V. She, her from the Discord. How you doing? Oh. Hello. Hello. I'm doing all right. How you doing, Josh? We woke up late. We're real sleepy. <laughs> That's great. And or I'm sorry to hear that. Cover <laughs> <laughs> so the bases. Best email. You wanted an email from that 6% female listenership, so yeah! here I am to fill that quote. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Here's an idea for you. The TNG crew throw a Halloween party. Who yes! they all dress as? Worf has a pumpkin bag over him. Let's <laughs> cover up your problems. <laughs> uh, she does have her suggestions. Okay. Picard probably dresses up as some obscure literature character that no one knows, and it makes him grumpy. No one knows it. <laughs> Worf doesn't dress up because Klingons do not dress up. It is without honor. Yeah. Data is confused by the whole thing, but still dresses up as Frankenstein. Which is That's a spot great. one. That's great. That's really great. LaForge comes as Cyclops from the X-Men, but his costume glasses shoot an actual phaser for authenticity. That's fucking which great! Is perfect. Riker comes dressed up as some cool action hero, and he's secretly super into it. Yo, you could have a joke where Riker goes to Worf and he says, I love your mask, your scary mask, Worf. <laughs> and he's not wearing one. Fucking got him. And then he says, I'm not wearing one, Commander. And then he finally gets it. He's and then like, Riker does that smile. He does that. He does and he, like, you know. Handsome devil smile. Yeah, his devil smile. Yeah. Uh, Wesley has to go to the kids' party and is super grumpy the whole time. And that's, that's where amazing. he should be. That's amazing. And Alexander is the <laughs> Alexander is the oldest kid there besides him. <laughs> Alexander should be dressed as uh, fucking Samuel Clemens. <laughs> uh, Troy has a cool witch costume and it's super hot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not sure what Beverly would dress as. Beverly's, cool witch. That's super hot too. Beverly's definitely dressed as like she's dressed like the uh, like ne like noir uh, like. 
dame with legs all the way spider, up. Spider spider lady, spider yeah. woman. Yeah. She's she's the femme fatale from uh, yeah. noir. Like not spider woman from Marvel. No, but she could like, do that too, but a spider woman. She's uh she's definitely dressed up as a femme fatale from a noir. Yeah. She's hot as hell. Redheads, am I right? Uh yeah. What would you wear for Halloween to this party? I want to be a cool witch this year. Anyway, thanks for reading this stream of consciousness, V, with a little heart oh, afterwards. This Thank is a great you. question. Uh, man, what could I go as that wouldn't be... Star Trek related? Super, yeah, in-universe, which would also be extremely inappropriate culturally right like yes you couldn't go as like the crystalline entity that would be holy shit that would be super rough. insensitive <laughs> it's just Can't a costume go as a man i'm just wearing a costume it doesn't hurt anybody <laughs> can't go as a borg right i didn't do what uh, the crystalline entity did it wasn't i'm not him i'm just dressed as i'm just dog. dressed like him yeah there is a knock at my front door, and I really hope it's not some like my wife who actually needs to be let in. Go check it out. Uh, I cannot because I'm doing a podcast. <laughs> what would I dress as for Halloween? <laughs> um, Toe Jam from Toe Jam and Earl. I would go as Samuel Clemens. <laughs> we would both go as two Samuel Clemens. Oh, I thought you were gonna go as Toe Jam. I thought you were going as Toe Jam too. So I, I thought we were matching. <laughs> the gift of the Halloween Magi. I would go as... Oh, man. I don't know. Everybody has costumes that really fit them. And, like, yeah. I'm just a dork who's into dork shit. So what would I wear? Right. Uh, I would dress as Captain Picard, and I would have a big Picard Day banner that I carry that, around. <laughs> that's genius. That's fucking great. He would hate that. He would because it it's so like much. you're not really making fun of him, but you kind of. That's great. That's a great. That's a great idea. Uh, I think Worf would dress up as Kalis. Yes, and he'd he, go as some Klingon hero, and nobody would fucking know yeah. who that was. He would dress up as like Kalis, the Conqueror, and he would like be like, "I thought you were supposed to." Dr-. He would like look at like. Uh, um, Data dressed up as Frankenstein, and he'd be like, "You admire Frankenstein most out of right. all people, right?" And he'd be like, yeah. "No, I'm I'm dressed up as, in this costume for fun," and he'd be like, right. "No, the idea is to dress up as your greatest hero, right?" Yeah, no, that's fucking great. Who, that's a g- I'm sitting here trying to figure out who Riker's cool action hero is, and I gotta think that he's he's dressed up. As, like, the guy from Big Trouble in Little China, right? Like, he's got to oh, be... Oh, uh, Kurt Russell. He's got to be Kurt Russell in Big Trouble in Little China. Not the not the other guy, right? No. The guy with the Hawaiian shirt. Does he have a Hawaiian shirt? Uh, I th- maybe he's dressed up as another Kurt Russell guy. No. Maybe he's Snake Plissken. No. Fucking Burt Reynolds. Oh, he's dressed up as Mac. <laughs> or no, Piana. or fucking uh, Tom Selleck. He's dressed, he's dressed up like up, Tom Selleck. You know, the funny thing is, Magnum you mistook, Pi. Uh, Burt Reynolds for Magnum Pi, and yeah. then I did immediately afterwards. Yes, because our brains are connected, Jeff. I don't, <laughs> I don't know if you know this yet. We're but. like brothers, but closer. Yeah, brothers who kiss. <laughs> Uh, moving swiftly away from that, um, yeah, R- Riker's definitely dressed up as Magnum, Magnum. P.I. Yeah. 
Yeah. He's fully into it. Like he's wearing the same like LA hat as like Magnum, the glasses, even. the Hawaiian shirt. He's yep. got everything. Yep. Um the trombone. <laughs> yeah, Magnum PI had a trombone, right? Yeah, sure. Well, Riker would say he did. Yeah. It's a it's Riker's interpolation of Magnum PI. Records from that time are sketchy at it's best. That's true. I really love LaForge's Cyclops. That's, That's really great. good. That's really fucking great. These are so dead on, I don't want to change them. Yeah, the and data, data would have a line like, uh, he, he would be like, I'm uh, Mary Shelley's uh, interpretation of Frankenstein, not the popular culture of Frankenstein. You know, he'd exactly. have like some kind of, yeah. Yeah, his costume wouldn't look like Frankenstein yeah. at first glance, right? But then you would be like, "Oh, okay, I, I see that." Then he doesn't have the neck bolts. No, he's just although wearing, that's like hastily thrown together clothes with like a uh, big like fur thing around him, and they're yeah. like, "Who the hell are you supposed to be?" Yeah, I'm, I'm the Mary original Frank- Frankenstein from yeah. the original novel. Yeah, <laughs> where are your neck bolts? <laughs> Man, you got neck bolts. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Chappelle show. <laughs> oh, fuck. This is a good show. Yeah. Uh, thanks for the email, V. That was a great one. That was a good one, yeah. Oh, no, there is a loud beeping outside now. Oh, boy. Is someone trying to get your attention or what? What's know. going on? Somebody, people outside are like, fucking make noise. He's recording. Hurry. Yo, you know what you should do? Just put a fucking pumpkin bag over yourself. I should. That'll take care of everybody else's problem. Nobody else needs to know. <laughs> Our next email is from Morbo Forbo. Good name. It says, first email. No need to read this in a character voice. I'm just from Texas. <laughs> yeehaw! Yeehaw! Howdy, y'all! No, I don't do that. Um, <laughs> it, he does begin the email with howdy, y'all, so it's not my fault. That's You gotta say it like that, yeah. A longtime follower of the Josh Tenuverse here. Oh, boy. What I had, credit. I had never even watched any Star Trek when I started listening to M-Class Podcast, despite my wife being a big fan of TNG. Your wife is cooler than you. <laughs> As is often the case, Sorry. <laughs> I binged the absolute hell out of this here radio show, and now my wife and I have gone through the first season of TNG. Nice. She's never watched any other Trek series, so I can't wait to pop our oh. nerd cherries together on the other series. I mean, are we, should we be privy to this information, or uh, is this like a private matter? It's a gross way to put it, but I love it. Um, <laughs> I also have to catch up on the ludicrous amount of content on the Patreon. Hey. You heard that right. A Jai Mass huge amount of comment content uh-huh. at your fingertips for just one dollar at patreon.com slash class podcast. Amazing. The folks in the Discord are mighty friendly too, and I got my dick sucked by a catfish? <laughs> at this price, you're losing money not joining. <laughs> As I close out, may I thank y'all so much for this great community predicated on such a great podcast. Trek you later, boys. Eat, Trek pray, you later. live long and prosper. Laugh, love, babelum. Trek with your boys. Trek with your boys. From Morbo Forbo, Chief Boot Inspector on the USS Elf, Texas. <laughs> is that where he's from? Elf, Texas? Is there? Is that a place or is there like a elves... From Texas. I don't know. I don't know. I found out recently that I don't watch uh, this fucking tangent that makes no sense for me to talk about it on the show, but I yeah, I don't, well, I don't watch or listen to um, 
uh, Critical Role. Yeah, the, like, me neither. Big RPG podcast. Yeah, I think that's the one I heard this about. That like one of the ladies on there created an elf who's like a hollow elf, like holler elf. Like uh, she lives. What? She lives in the south. Like the <laughs> elves all live up a hollow. Okay. And uh, it's all like super like West Virginian style stereotype elves. That's pretty good. Which is really fun and hilarious, and I love it. <laughs> I'm going to steal it. <laughs> so maybe there are Texas elves, too, that we don't maybe. know about. That maybe. They just love are. guns and red meat. Yeah. Pico de Gallo. P- Pico de Gallo. Pico de Gallo sauce. Our next email None of that is from New York City stuff. <laughs> Our next email is from Eric. Hi, Eric. And it begin, it's entitled One Day. Okay. Oi, Trek boys. I hope this subspace transmission finds you well. I am but mm-hmm. a lonely ensign struggling in these lower decks, hoping one day y'all will watch lower decks. Mm-hmm. We were I'm just ve- talking about that. We were just talking about that, actually. Uh, I'm very interested to hear your opinions on what it is I think the most satirical take on Star Trek by Star Trek. I'm a little loaded on Romulan L and would like to know how you feel about the myriad of references littered without the show. Um, that's illegal? Um, I cannot answer this question because I haven't watched it. Sorry. Yeah, we haven't watched it. But we are going to. And it'll probably be uh, a Patreon exclusive. Yeah, you better head over to patreon.com slash podcast if you want that shit. You better... Bitch, you better do it. <laughs> Bitch, you better do it. <laughs> uh, it's it's signed Ensign Eric. Are you sure that guy works here? Patty aboard the USS. Yes, I said gas the planet. Wait, is this Mike Hot? <laughs> <laughs> they made the ship a, that? Jesus. Got a fucking Cisco over here gassing <laughs> planets. Yeah, I'm Shit. sorry we can't really answer this question, but that's a perfect opportunity to advertise the Patreon. See how we're I said that? Doing it there. See how I did that? Josh is a professional. Sometimes I know how to do stuff. Sometimes. Oh my god. Okay, our next email. <laughs> our next email is from Fresh to Death Rye. Okay. I've been pronouncing it Freshery. It's Fresh Rye. Oh, Rye. Like the like drink? Like a booze? Oh, uh, it says pronounced like the bread here, but sure, alcohol. Yeah, same Whatever. same fucking thing. Same uh, thing. <laughs> I don't like rye bread, so I don't eat it. Uh, I don't I'm not a really big fan of rye bread either. Yeah, it's not not for me. It's too bitey. It's entitled M-Class Email. The M stands for murder. Damn, is that what it stands for? Uh, do you like <laughs> scary stories? Yes. Here's one of my real-life experiences with the unexplained. Excellent. When I was a wee shitlin' of four years old, I awoke one morning to a whispering voice calling my name. Uh-oh. I did the only sane thing a small scaredy cat that could easily be killed or abducted would do. <laughs> Leave bed without waking anyone else and follow the voices. Yeah, good idea. I didn't have to follow far. The voices led me to a door near the back of my house that I had never been through before. What? I stood staring at it as the voices kept beckoning me by name and laughing. Damn, dude. I don't know how long I stood there, but eventually I went, Yo, fuck this shit. I just want to watch Power Rangers and went back to crawl into my parents' bed. A few days later, I asked my parents what was behind the door. Their answer? Child-eating dwarves in the basement. What? (laughs) 
Uh, your parents are metal as fuck, for one. <laughs> for two, hold, what? Hold on. Hold on. I'm guessing you're in, like, Scotland or England or something, right? I don't know. I don't think so. Maybe. No, Dwarves are like in a- California. What? Because he explains, it was years later that I learned, we don't have a basement since we lived in California. Okay. The door actually led to the computer room, which had a far more accessible entry through the living room. My dad would eventually well up that entryway, probably because he felt bad for watching Cinemax porn in the living room while we were on the computer in the computer room. <laughs> wow. <laughs> there weren't any dwarves, and also my parents probably meant little people and not fantasy dwarves because oh. they were both born before the 60s, so, you know. <laughs> yeah, no, they definitely meant little people. <laughs> That's rough. Uh, the only thing I haven't learned since that time, were what were those voices? You could have been just sleeping. Yeah, you're four years old, dude. You, should, yeah. <laughs> you probably imagined it. You probably were sleeping. Anyway, y'all boys got any spoopy, unexplained experiences you want to share? With fourth dimensional crucifix in hand, fresh to death rye, sent from inside the house? Get out of there while you can! <laughs> okay, bye. Podcast over. <laughs> oh, shit, I gotta go! Hey, I'll let my wife in. Yeah. Um, <laughs> She's sitting out on the porch with a fucking pumpkin bag over her. <laughs> um uh you got any spooky stories you Yeah, my house is haunted as fuck, dude. Uh-huh. My house is haunted as fuck. Um there's been several grandparents great grandparents have died here. Uh I hear How do you feel about that when you masturbate? That they're just ghosts of your great grandparents. I would like to them. think that they're just like no, not to come in. <laughs> Don't come in, ghosts, I'm masturbating. <laughs> Don't come in. Yeah, uh, yeah, I do think about that. Uh, Don't come in, ghosts. I'm indecent. Nothing. Um, the ghosts are outside your door, like Josh, and you're like, nothing. Don't come in. <laughs> nothing. Dude, I hear voices through the walls. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Could it's that creepy be your here. Neighbors? Nah, nah. It's downstairs, and it's in the bedroom where they died in. Oh. I heard a TV on in there one night. No TV in there. Weird. Dude, Weird Johnny shit. Carson? Uh it was a um it was a uh like a you remember those commercials for like uh compilation albums oh, for yeah. country for country music of the seventies. That's what I heard. Oh jeez. Dude, I I still to this day when I hear a certain song will think it's about to just cut off and another song is right. playing. I just like, know what comes after. Like fucking pure moods, right? Like you oh, hear that Enya and you're like, oh, where's the X-Files theme? <laughs> Why is the X-Files theme in pure moods? It was, always like, my it was like a technotronic fucking X-Files theme. It was like, what? This, this, this is supposed to be spooky. What is you? it relaxing? Like, I don't understand. Pure Moods. Yeah. I, I wish I would have bought Pure Moods when I had the chance. Well, you can just listen to it now and just go on YouTube That's and true. get it. I fucking love some Enya. Hey, oh, Good luck matching that audio up. <laughs> that was perfectly oh, in sync on our end, which is why it was so fucking funny. <laughs> Oh, we just geez. need to cut an album, I think. And yeah, his greatest yeah. hits. Yep, yep. <laughs> um, I I don't know. I told a creepy story on a Jeff and Josh shoot the shit, the one that Paul was on. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if I want to tell that story again for free. 
Yeah, go check that one out. No, seriously, go check that one out. Yeah, it's a good story. I also yeah. told it the best I've ever told it on there, I think, so... No, it's a really good paranormal-ass fucking spooky story, yeah. dude. There's a lot going on in that story. <laughs> I guess the spookiest thing that ever happened is, like, I had a friend growing up who, like, um... I guess I wasn't, like, super good friends with her, but, like, because I was a boy and she was a girl, and it was, like, the early 90s. Right, so there was... We couldn't be friends legally. <laughs> but Without uh, a dowry being put down, yeah. You need a, so, a arrangement. Like, she lived with her grandma, and her grandma uh-huh. was, like, the meanest, nastiest old lady I ever met. Yeah. And, like, I would go over to... I would go over to her house, and, like, my parents would be psyched to get rid of me for a little while. Hell yeah. And I go over to her house, and uh, there was a room we weren't supposed to go into because it was, like, covered in plastic because it was an old lady's house. Were there elves in it or whatever? There were uh, child-eating dwarves in the basement. And I mean <laughs> fantasy dwarves. Yeah, not little people, right? Exactly. Um, the the room had, like, plastic all over it, so I thought that's just why you weren't allowed in there. Um, mm-hmm. One time she was like, hey, let's go in there. Jesus I, Christ. Like, I'm not allowed in there. Let's go in there. And I was like, okay, okay, yeah, I'm cool. I'm not scared of your grandma. Yeah, I'm, def- Let's go. I'm definitely up for this. <laughs> and I went in there, and there was um, a pull door for a cellar at the oh, end, the other end of the room. God. And we went up, to, we went to it, and we were like daring each other to go in there. No way. And uh, before we even touched the door, her grandma came in screaming obscenities angry at us and, like, forbade us from ever coming in there or going downstairs into the cellar. Why? And uh, they moved away, like, two or three years later, but that's probably unrelated. Um, As a kid, I thought for sure there were dead bodies down in that basement or, like, a spooky ghost. As an adult, she was mad because we were tracking mud into her fucking plastic room. <laughs> oh, she was just worried about maybe there was like china or something down there. Well, yeah, it's like you know. Every every old lady has a room that's just all the furniture's covered in plastic and it's too yeah. good. You only go in there in special occasions, which means yeah. never. It's a room to look at, not to yes. sit in. She yeah. was just mad because of that. But as a kid, I was terrified of her. I was sure she was murdering kids and putting them in that cellar. She was. That's where I'm going with that one. I don't think it was uh, the mud. It was there was babies. There's dead babies there. That's probably true. <laughs> but I was scared to death of that lady, man. Yeah, yeah. Certain people's parents, you just always oh, would get a weird vibe and shit, right? Like it's true. I always yeah. felt like when I was walking past the little cemetery near where I lived, I always felt like somebody walked out after me. You know how you can like feel someone following yes. you. That happens downstairs in the store at night. Um, like every someone's time I walking past, behind, behind I would just you. feel yeah. somebody following me. So I would just like, as a kid, I would run when I passed yeah. it. But like, as I got to be a teenager, I just got so used to it. I yeah, you even just, bother yeah. anymore. Yeah, man. Someone when I go downstairs at night, someone in the back is watching me. Like I feel it, and I've walked to the office and heard footsteps behind me. I've seen black shit, black smoke, or orbs. It's it's fucking kiss him. Uh, yes. <laughs> Is it a sexy ghost like in Ghostbusters? It's like my grandmother, dude. It's like my great grandmother. Uh, give her a kiss on the cheek. Yeah, just a the grandson. Love you, grandma. Love you, love you, Tess. Her name was Tess. Love you, dead grandma. <laughs>
they tore down my grandma's house because it was super fucking haunted after she died. So Really? No, they tore it down because it was falling over. <laughs> oh, man. You could have told me that. I didn't believe that. Uh, um, That's she, radical. She barely wanted to have anything to do with people at that age anyway. If she died and stuck around, she'd just ignore everybody. She probably was like, I'm out. I'm going to the light, Brit. Fucking done. Got no See extra ya. business. See ya, fuckers. Uh, thanks for that email. That was a good one. That was a good one. Thanks, Rye. Fresh Rye. Fresh Rye. Our next email is from Spivzy. Spivzy. <laughs> and it's entitled... That's fucking... That's a huge voice. Oh, it's me. It's huge. It's fucking Spivzy. <laughs> he doesn't sound like that. He's cool. No. Nah. He says, it's me, Spivzy. The hero of time. It's entitled, Red Alert, Urgent Communique, Priority Red, Alpha Alpha 6 for Ensigns Pennington and Henderson. Uh, let me get out the code book here. What does Alpha Alpha 6 mean? Oh my god, I have to do a voice. <laughs> it begins, Fooled ya? Ha ha ha! Just what? a little practical joke from your pal, Commander's Crash Space Danger. He's back! <laughs> There was no red alert. I merely poured a bucket of water on my ship's life support systems. Why would you do that? How have you fellas been? Good. It's been a while, Crash. Apologies. It's been a while <laughs> since I last got in contact with you boys. I'd forgotten the darn emailing address. I hope I'd gotten lucky with handsomest lads in Starfleet at spacemail.com. Uh, you were probably going to M-Class emails, plural. Uh, it's not a fucking thing. Never it's happened. not a thing. <laughs> Someone must be keeping that email safe for you chaps, eh? Wow, you're so nice, Crash. What do you want? <laughs> so, so what's been going down in Space Danger Town, I hear you ask? Yeah, that's what I asked. <laughs> I really do hear you ask it. My hearing is remarkably keen. Wow. Either that or I'm hearing the voles in the air vents again. Oh, voles. Well, you know me. Spending my days taking down corrupt governments. My evenings writing my memoirs. My sub-evenings trying to make myself taller using a complicated system of ropes and pulleys. That sounds like you. <laughs> the one Romulan I live with, I think his name is Hoteen, oh, keeps no. making very lewd comments about my rope and pulley room. But I can assure you, it's only used sexually on weekends and Thursdays. <laughs> Thursday is just like the pre-weekend in my book. Once I hit that six foot eight mark, I'll be able to slap the door frame of every room on the ship. <laughs> Six foot eight is tall as shit, dude. Curse that entrance to the earthenware room on deck 19. <laughs> it's really hard not to slip into my, like, yeah, D&D no. Ron Hawkwind. No, I'm liking like, it. I'm I'm liking it, dude. Warburton voice. Yeah, just do it. Just, you know what? I'm, I'm not giving him my Warburton voice. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's yours. Copywritten. Honestly, yeah. trying to make myself taller is taking up the majority of my time these days. For the last year or so, me and the crew aboard the USS Tapon's radio program have been having 20 to 30 minute adventures every two weeks like clockwork. Oh, nice. But it's the downtime that really gets you. Plus, mm. I get the feeling that our fortnightly adventures are going to be taking a short hiatus around the holiday season. What, Halloween or va Christmas or which holiday? Chuchmas? Chuchmas? <laughs> uh, someone say Chuchmas? So I'll need to find something new to do with myself. Maybe yeah, email us. Men, 
Mayhaps you men need someone around the ship to give you random motivational comments. Yes, we do. Good work with that haircut, Pennington. Stellar posture, Henderson. That doesn't sound like me. We'd Neither be a of those things sound like me. Reckoned with. <laughs> Let me know what you think. I've got to go do my stretches. Catch you later, Broheims. Love oh, and man. kisses, Commander Crash Space Danger, Chief Petty Officer aboard the USS Tapons Radio Program, and its sister shuttle, the Patreon.com slash M Class Podcast. Hey. I think Thank we got you. ourselves an intern. We got an intern. Commander Crash Space Danger is interning for two ensigns on a satellite hey. in the middle of nowhere. Hey, you work hard. You're gonna you're gonna get somewhere in this company, kid. <laughs> we'll start paying you with ice cream. That's all we got, but we do keep getting shipments. Yeah, give me that fucking Neapolitan. Mm. Mm. Shit, when the chocolate melts into the strawberry. Oh, oh fuck. Time to get real farty. <laughs> I was gonna say, so you gotta take your lactose intolerant. Take your pill. <laughs> Time to get real farty. I gotta, I gotta take my pill. Oh man. Our next email is that was uh, funny. From Austin, she they. Okay. Okay. And it's entitled First Time Peyote. Ooh, fun. What's up, Trek boys? I'm Austin. Long time Wumpus, first time Grumpus. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Love your content, and I have an idea for Peyote that's pretty okay. Okay. I'm no writer, so it's just a brief outline. Wow. Who is, Who is like these you, days? It's like you knew what we want from you guys and didn't send us an entire script. <laughs> You're the best. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> it's entitled Measure of a Man Part 2. Ooh. The story can take place anytime between measure of a man and descent. Okay. A plot lures autonomy. Mm. The Enterprise crew discovers a comatose lore and obtains custody of him. Maybe the, he was found by a scrapper who incapacitated him and went a little overboard. Yeah, zap him. The crew now has the choice of reprogramming lore not to be an evil deckhead while he's in an unconscious state, but doing so would rob him of his individuality. Yeah, this is a conundrum. I, I, I sense it. Picard arrives at the conclusion that fixing Lore would mean that Lore is nothing more than a machine and not deserving of his own personal growth, right, right. which would be hypocritical of him considering the lengths he went to fight for Data's rights as an individual. Right. This is true. This is good. I like this. Lore is reactivated as his usual stinky self and is <laughs> given the offer to integrate with society, but he's having none of it. <laughs> He eventually escapes the ship, leaving Data to yet again wonder if he can truly connect with his brother. Oh, that's so good. That's good as hell. I like that a lot. That's a pitch. That's a 100% pitch. That's a pitch. I don't know about this B-plot already. What's a B-plot? Just from reading the title. B-plot, Wharf Gay Panic. Hmm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> a somewhat effeminate androgynous Klingon aboards the ship, and Worf expresses his attraction to this person before realizing he's a man. Uh-huh. Worf spends the rest of the episode coming to terms with his newly realized bisexuality, learning from the human characters not to be insecure about I like that. this. Because Klingons probably would have been on 1990s television. Worf and the Klingon <laughs> yeah. twink get a little flirty before he's got to go, and then we never see him again because romance in Star Trek doesn't last more than one episode. But this would have been a hell of a win for nerdy MLMs. At yeah. The time. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. 
I would like to see that's like great. I mean there's just yeah like there's like we talk about it all the time Jeff right like the the sexual the sexual revolution of Star Trek like there would definitely be way more openness to oh yeah to buy, like it would like Literally you would just the only reason why it's not is because these shows are made. Yeah. On, for television in like the 90s and shit yeah. yeah the thing about enterprise that i always say is like enterprise didn't have an excuse right there were already plenty of gay characters on television by the time enterprise there came. were um and i'm not defending it or saying i, I don't want you television in 2002 it essentially was television in the 90s still like I mean, it's true, but I, I mean, even in like the late '90s, you had like the Ellen DeGeneres show, yeah, which got canceled. Got though, canceled because she was gay. she was gay. Uh, it's true. Will and Grace, maybe, yeah, Will but and even Grace had been on for a while at that. Yeah, point. yeah. I don't know. It's it's hard to take up for Enterprise. It's when hard it comes to, to like the right. gay, like the LGBTQ representation right it's like, right star trek is quite overdue for that it's good that discovery at least did that well yeah it's hard to take up for it because now we're in a position to know better and again i'm not like defending uh, me and you aren't defending it or whatever but no. you have to remember it's it's a long time ago. It's 20 years ago. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not even saying that. I'm saying, like, I'm on the opposite <laughs> side of that, where I, like, it was so long after Will and Grace. Will and Grace was probably in season eight at that But point. is Will and like, Grace, like, is that considered, like, positive the all the time? At the time, it was Yeah, well, that's exactly what I'm saying. I'm saying I mean, the same thing. any gay character would be more positive right, than none. Than none, at the time. right. Right, instead of the gay. No, you're right, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I really when I read Wharf Gay Panic, I got worried. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, no, I think that's great. But that turned out great. I'm really yeah. into that. Yeah. Um, thanks for reading and keep up the good work. P.S. Black Lives Matter, trans rights, and read Homestuck. I'm into two out of three of those. Can you guess which ones? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not reading Homestuck. Sorry. Yeah, um, I don't. I don't. Yeah. It's like nine billion pages of a web comic. So. <laughs> Thank Dude. you for that email, though. It was a great one. Thanks, Austin. <laughs> yeah, it was good. Our next email is from Newbie. Oh, are they new? Uh, no. Her, oh. The, his last name is Newbie. Oh, okay. Uh, Unnoted Sex Perverts is the title. <laughs> Track boys. Track boys. How goes it? Just dropping a line to let you know that after a road trip on which we listened to several hours of M-Class, my partner now exclusively refers to Brandon Braga as noted sex pervert Brandon Braga. Yeah, well, (laughs) I mean, yeah. Uh, That's all. Just wanted to let you know your good work is paying off. Keep on keeping on. Trick with your boys. Trick with your boys. Is that the perfect email? That's an amazing email. (laughs) It's short... And they said that you're right. You were absolutely right. That's Noted great. Noted sex pervert Brandon Braga. I think I'm never going to refer to him in any other way now. No, that's the. We should maybe like uh, abbreviate it. Like, uh, what uh, acronym? NSPBB. Yeah, it's NSPBB. <laughs> NSPBB. That's, that's a shirt. Yeah. NSPBB, which is like a slightly resembling drawing of him on. Oh, <laughs> uh, we're gonna, we're already getting a cease and desist from oh, a shit. Paramount. Oh, it looks like we just got an email. Cease oh and shit! Desist. They heard us. They heard us talking about it. Shit. Uh, thanks for that email, newbie. It was great. <laughs> Our next email is entitled "Trick with Your Boys." Oh, it is from 
handsome Jack Carpenter. Oh boy, what a handsome boy. It begins, hey there, you dang tracksters. Hi. This is how he opens every email. (laughs) (laughs) Hope all is well in your neck of the apocalypse. I've got a short and simple question for y'all today. If you could take a character from any other sci-fi slash space fantasy franchise and place them into the main cast of any Star Trek show, who would it be and what show would you put them in? There are many good options, but for comedic purposes, I think putting Prince Voltan from the 1980s Flash Gordon movie oh my God. in the same setting as any TNG-era Klingon would be an absolute riot. Oh, this is a great question. Shit. Voltan pretty much just is a Klingon. He's just a yeah. Klingon with bird wings. Yeah. Oh, man. That's a tough one. Honestly, having Flash Gordon be sent to the future, but he's, like, on the TNG future would yeah. be hilarious. It would be cool to see, like, a translated version of that, like, updated version. Like, that'd be neat. I don't know. Oh, this is a good question. This is, like, requires a lot of thought. It is a tough question, because, like, as soon as somebody asks me something like this, I blank on every... yeah. Fantasy sci-fi That's character. just normal. Uh, Kit from Knight Rider. <laughs> uh, perfect. Absolutely perfect. Kit from Knight Rider, and uh, instead of the Dune Buggy Planet, it's just Kit. It's just like four Kits driving around. <laughs> <laughs> They're all voiced by Mr. Feeny from Planet's yeah. World. Michael. So. Michael. Mike. Mike. My Michael. <laughs> <laughs> um, Can the Magoo Knight Rider rap? be playing too from Magoo remember Magoo I try not to (laughs) I don't know that's a Toe Jam and Earl show up yeah and they join Starfleet and they're like this is Funkadelic oh that'd be so cool they would like think about they would go to fucking the Enterprise is on a diplomatic mission to planet Funkatron Funkatron to try to get Planet Funkatron to join the Federation. And the Yo. two ambassadors they send are Toe Jam and Earl. You know who the Federation ambassador is? Who? George Clinton. Oh, fuck. And he's dressed, join now. he's dressed in the fucking like, parliament outfit. <laughs> like the space fucking outfit. He's in the parliament outfit, but he has a comm badge. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Holy shit. They're going to join now. I was going to say, like, yeah. they, the whole episode, they're trying to, they're like, we don't join anybody who's not funk to the max. What if there's, like, a funk off for, like, like, what if it's, like, a, uh, uh, like, the Dexter's Lab episode where the wrestler guy comes down and has to fight Monkey or whatever? Oh, but it's fuck. like a it's like a funk off, uh, like a Scott Dude, Pilgrim. I would do a full on like that's the that's the big reveal, right? The Federation is gonna lose the planet Funkatron. Like maybe they're gonna join the Dominion. Yeah, right? yeah. Because the Dominion is like faking the funk. They're faking then, it. They have a genetically engineered funk machine. Yeah, they created a Wayun who's one hundred percent funky. Yeah, he's tricking them. But then George Clinton comes out, and they're like, "Holy shit! Oh, a shit. new level of funk is achieved." And they they reference Ambassador Clinton, and you think it's like, oh, is it like a George? Is that like a Bill Clinton? Like, is that like Chelsea Clinton's great great grandson? Nah, it's fucking George Clinton, and he's still alive. It's still the original George Clinton. Yeah, he's been he's never gonna die. Funk has kept him alive, and he is so unbelievably funky that Toe Jim and Earl joined the main cast of Star Trek. Yep. yep. 
pitch it. One fucking thousand percent. Jesus, I want that so bad. We just came up with an incredible <laughs> ass thing. Uh, thanks as always, bros. Remember to everyone to vote for fuck's sake. I already did. I voted. Yeah, me too. When this comes out, it will be right at the point of that, I believe. Uh, depending on the results, I'll either be dancing naked in the street, or I'll be moving to our place in Iceland and never coming back. You have a place in Iceland? Yeah, what? How is that a thing? He doesn't even expound on that at all. He just moves along. <laughs> what the fuck? Jeff and Josh, you're welcome to join, but you'll have to sleep on an air mattress. Okay, bye. Signed, Jack Carpenter Sr. of the USS Virginia. Dude, I want to sleep in, like... The elf hideaways that they have. Did you ever hear about those? Uh, yeah, actually, they, I think I have. They like m- like build roads, but they like have to build around these like elf hideaways because like they believe elves are like in the ground yeah, and shit. They don't want the elves fucking killing them. Yeah, I don't want to die from no elf. Uh, do we get our own air mattress or do we have to share with Junior and Threenier? That's the <laughs> question. I don't think they're old enough for mattresses yet. They're in a That's crib. True. I don't know. They're, they're in an air crib. If they're aging at the same rate I am since Trump <laughs> became president, they're going to need a mattress by the time we get No, there. by that time they'll be moved out. They're in college. <laughs> uh, thanks for the email, Jack. That was Loved good. It. Yeah. Our next email is from Yakub, and it's Yacoub. entitled Hot Dog. There are a lot of bear bellies in this episode. Oh, yeah. Riza, home of the bear belly. It's entitled, it begins, Berman and Braga should not be allowed to write a Riza episode. <laughs> yeah, it's like you listened to the episode prior to this. Yeah. We, didn't, we don't lambast Berman enough for also being a sex pervert, but yeah, like, like a Weinstein-style sex pervert instead, so it's not funny. Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> Hoshi is my favorite character on Enterprise, and her story is the best one in this episode. Yep, yep. She actually has a no-stress rise of vacation. Yeah, it's, like, actually nice. People are actually interested in her linguistic talents. She doesn't hide her enthusiasm for learning languages, and she gets to have some R&R. And some D. I'll add to that. <laughs> I really dislike... I was going to say R&R and R&R D&D. Uh, Dungeons and Dicks? Dun- d- <laughs> well, they edited that out. They cut out her playing D&D with that guy. Oh. Man, what a great vacation. That's a great vacation. I really dislike the way Crewman Cutler is treated by everybody. She's second-guessed by Go Climb a Rock Mayweather. Did he listen to the episodes? <laughs> yeah, I think I think he did. He's second-guessed by... She's second-guessed by Go Climb a Rock Mayweather and worst bowl cut to Paul, even <laughs> though her diagnosis and dosages are correct. She should yeah. be the one who decides to wake Dr. Flocks, not the patient. I agree. Cutler, yeah. Cutler's a cutler above the rest. <laughs> sure. Well, goodbye, everyone. It's not going to get any better than that. That's the last episode of anything we're ever going to do. It's been think. fun. Time for a murder-suicide, I think. <laughs> fucking put a fucking pumpkin bag over this one. Fucking, I think through context clues, they may be able to figure that joke out by this, this point. This one's not going away. This joke's not going away. Put a pumpkin bag over Put a pumpkin I, maybe bag Maybe I should over. fucking explain it finally. Take then. a picture of it and put it on the... I mean, don't put your address in it. Or, yeah, yeah. Just take, take a picture of it and put it on the, on the Twitter. I can't wait to see what M-Class is doing for Halloween this year. I hope it's not the most horrific episode of TNG. Season 7, episode 17. 
<laughs> the one we watch on July 17th, Fedco. <laughs> I think that's masks. Yeah, I believe it is. Yours admitting that he voted for this collection. Ensign Yakub of the USS Riza episodes are duds. <laughs> They're not all duds. No, they, a couple of them are pretty good. Yeah, TNG uh, is good. Most of them were bad, but a couple of them are pretty good. The DS9 one's not great. It's no. not terrible, though. It just though. makes me mad because Worf is so out of character. He's just now. such a fucking bitch. God. He really is. Fucking really take a fucking is. chill pill. Uh, what we're doing for Halloween is up to you guys. We're going to yeah. do um, probably today, maybe tomorrow, I'm going to put up a, coll- a collection suggestion post where you guys tell us what you want us to watch. Yeah, so today being October 21st. Yeah, so it'll be a, the 21st or the 22nd. Time travel back. If Go back and see it if you didn't. <laughs> if not, if you can't do that... Well, sorry. Sorry about your luck. Thanks for the email, though, Yoko. We appreciate yeah, it. That was good. Oh, our next email uh-huh. is very long and from Rich Masters, so we'll come back to it. Okay. Our actual next email is from uh, Metroid Mike. Hey! And it's entitled Chief Engineer Michael of the IKS Bel Air. Oh, no! Why and- are we doing this still? <laughs> And the Tilly of the Circle K. I don't get that one. Circle K is... Uh, it's a gas station. Yeah, from Bill and Ted. Yeah, it's a real gas station. Too. Yeah, but also they said weird things are afoot at the it's Circle, Circle K. Circle K. 69, dude. There it is. <laughs> I never thought this would happen to me. <laughs> That's the title of the email. <laughs> Fucking penthouse. For the safety of others, all names have been procedurally changed for this real-ass story. Okay. Michael was installing replacing a new terminal in the chamber of the Circle K. When the Circle K's leader, Tilly, a mature woman, approached and asked, I got this new tattoo. Wanna see? What? Michael, mostly paying attention to the task at hand, says, Uh, sure. Tilly steps back into a small entryway away from the cameras and proceeds to lift up the entirety of the back of her shirt and says it goes all the way down to my ass. Isn't it cute? Oh, yeah. Michael looks over and finds... This is actually happening at the Circle K, by the way. I figured it out. Yeah, this is happening in a Circle K, yeah. Michael looks over and finally notices what's happening. With shock on his face, face, Michael says, Wow, uh, yeah, that looks pretty good. Me and my wife were thinking of getting some tattoos together sometimes. Nice. She ignores the statement and says, yeah, I get off at like three. Just going to go home and watch some movies. (laughs) Uh, That sounds like a good time, said Michael. Oh, jeez. She proceeds to talk about what she does off work while Michael finishes the terminal installation. If it gives you any more trouble, let me know by calling the call-in number on the terminal, Michael says. Mm-hmm. Oh, I absolutely will, sweetie, said Tilly. Oh, yeah. Michael leaves knowing that if his mate saw this, they would be a dead woman in the Circle K. <laughs> and that's the Klingon cautionary tale of the cougar in the gas station. <laughs> you Man. really gave up on hiding what this was about. Man. The end of- <laughs> Fucking... <laughs> Dude, fucking COVID got people horny, dude. People horned up. 
hope it uh, hope it's to hope it tonight you boys a lesson that's i uh, hope it taught, taught you boys, you boys a, lesson. a lesson always be faithful to your partners even if a red-headed cougar is all about it oh redhead though oh no sun Tzu's art of war rule number three snitches is out of here <laughs> signed metroid mike commander of the iks look baby i promise it was nothing i swear i didn't do nothing <laughs> I thought it was the Bel Air. <laughs> uh, that's great. That's a great fucking That's story. fucking great. Yeah. Uh, it reminds that, me of one time I went to a Sheets. And yeah. The girl behind the counter was like way younger than me. Yeah. And was like, I get off work fairly soon. What are yeah. you doing today? Yeah. And I was like, oh, you know, nothing. I'm just going to head home. She's like, oh, I'm going to go see fuck whatever movie it was. Like, you want to see that movie? Just enough plausible deniability to where I'll think for the rest of the day she was flirting and trying to ask me out. Yeah. But everyone who hears it will be like, yeah, she was just talking about her day, dude. No, that's bullshit. <laughs> dude, that used to happen to me all the time. Like, my friends would be fucking assholes and they'd be like, she was a flirt with you. And it's like, yeah. bro, I fucking know when someone's flirt. Like, I'm not a fucking idiot. Like, uh, that's yeah, happened she, to me. She, and, she, and it was like eyelash batting. Yeah. And it was like you, laughing dude. a little too much at yeah. like the little things I was saying. It was it was very obvious. You know. And like, I went home and told Crystal, my wife, and uh-huh. she was my girlfriend at the time, I think. Yeah. Uh, and she was like, huh, what'd she look like? And I was like, oh. no, 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 no. Oh, no. I'm not. That's a trap. That's bait. That's bait. <laughs> She was like, I'm going to go down there. What's she look like? And I was like, no, no, no. Yeah. I think really in real life she just laughed and was like, uh, she believed me, but she thought it was funny. I think that's what really happened. Yeah. Like, look, you can't get mad at somebody for flirting with the person you love. Right? Like, yeah, there's I mean, a reason why they that you love them. And, like, if somebody else, like, <laughs> sees that, like... I did, like, the conversation did end... Fa- people believe this story from me because the conversation did end fairly abruptly after, like, ten minutes of me rubbing my beard with my left hand with my ring on it. Because I was married. Right. Like, I was rubbing my beard with, like, my ring hand. Why did she finally, like, kind of noticed and stopped. Why didn't you rub your other beard with your other hand with our ring on it <laughs> let's uh, run that back and you explain that to me. <laughs> what's my other beard josh your downstairs beard <laughs> oh uh, okay the one on my butt <laughs> you know for having such hairy arms and legs i'm not really a very hairy dude otherwise i'm pretty hairy that? not not like very hairy, but like I lost the hair on top of my head and it's gone other uh, elsewhere. It went straight to my beard. Like my beard grows three times as fast oh. as it ever did ever since I started losing my hair. Yeah, no, my beard is out of fucking control. Like it's it's absurd. Like I gotta trim it like a lot. And my downstairs beard. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's a good idea all around, I think. It's just you don't want to end up like the fucking like yeah. deepest depths of the Amazon rainforest. I'm not trying to there. look like an actual Sasquatch. Uh thanks for the email, Metroid Mike. We yeah. appreciate it. Good gl- good on you on staying faithful to your loved one. Yeah. Take it as a as a as a badge of of honor that you it's were faithful, but also you still got it, baby. It's a compliment. Yeah. It's it's a compliment. Yeah. Um, 
Our next email is from David S. And it's entitled, One Weird Night. <laughs> Are we getting a bunch of just, like, weird stories today? I fucking love this. Uh, it's, of course, David S. So it is, uh, I have to do the voice. Oh, right. Well, punch my nose and call me a Tandarin. It's the Trek Boys. <laughs> Spooky season's greetings from the USS Spit Sound Spittoon Ring. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Boys, it's a good thing I ain't gotta pay nothing to replicate these spooky decorations, cause otherwise I might not be able to pay at least one dollar to y'all's <laughs> Patreon at patreon.com slash podcast. Amazing. Access to the Discord, extra content, and art that makes me feel luckier in a telepathic quarks. <laughs> Anyhow, mm-hmm. me and the missus are gearing up for the annual fear festival here on the ship, and I'm more excited than a denobulin at a swingers club. <laughs> that would just be normal for them. For my retro human costume, <laughs> I ordered a rare one-of-a-kind 2100s Terran suit that's rumored to have belonged to a famous Starfleet captain, complete with a small fear pea stain. <laughs> The current owners are a lovely couple centuries old couple of gremlin looking fellas who wouldn't shut up about one weird day on Riza where they pulled a thorn from a captain's foot and were given the suit to pay for the night on Riza. What they the tell fuck it, is happening? As they tell it, it turned out that all they needed to have a magical time was each other. Oh it's he he bought the fucking suit that Reed was that or they, Malcolm that they yeah I got I got it I got it I got it fear pee stain what who's peeing who's pee which one Reed you you fucking know Trip was peeing it was Trip yeah <laughs> anyhow they was willing to let me borrow it for some weird anti gravity dog collars that we found on Waraza. <laughs> Boys, what's your favorite Fear Fest costumes y'all ever had or seen? Old Mary Susan Sally Mae Nagilam's going as the mature love interest whose secretive and double-crossing actions make her just as attractive. Same as last year. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, man. Signed David S., Chief Corn Shuck and Haunted Hayride Director aboard the USS Spittoon Ring... Sound. <laughs> we talked about that in our shoot the shit. Uh, well, what our costumes? Our costumes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're gonna have to pay a dollar at Patreon.com/slash/AmClassPodcast at least to get access to this. I think it's five. You get it at five. Money, please. <laughs> Give me your money. <laughs> uh, no, I mean I've got like a Jedi outfit that I I wear like a like a cloak and shit anytime you get to wear a cloak that's dope dope as fuck right that is also true yeah bless you (laughs) i keep like hiccuping well we've been talking for like five hours it's true um i have a starfleet uniform from tos era which i guess uh yeah fucking fiction of this is like a historical outfit uh, yeah stuff as or whatever it doesn't matter yeah uh Yeah, whatever. Are we still going with that? Who knows? Whatever. Um, I still have the remnants of my college Luigi costume somewhere, I guess. I yeah. can put together. He's historical in Star Trek, too. It's true. He was a real plumber in Brooklyn. He got sucked down the drain. He found the-, the dinosaur bones. <laughs> 
<laughs> uh, if you want to know more about that, you can go to patreon.com slash mclasspodcast. Look up that Super Mario Brothers commentary yeah. track. Um, yeah, that's all the answer you're going to get, I think. Damn. Yeah, sorry, David S. you got to pay extra money to get that shit. Sorry, my knee peas. <laughs> Thank you for that email. Though. Yeah, that was good. I always love a David S. email. Yeah. Let's circle back around to our final email of the evening from Mr. Rich Masters. Oh, my God. The best boy, Rich Masters. Good boy. It is entitled, Would You Rather? Yes. Good day, gentle boys of Trekkingshire. Oh, <laughs> my God. I've been a bit lax on the old Rich sends a story and Jeff reads it front as of late, but it turns out working full and part-time jobs doesn't leave me much time for writing. Yeah, I mean, that's totally cool, man. Like, you don't even really have to write us stories. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, We just love hearing from Yeah, you. like, we really appreciate it, uh, but uh, we know I'll that... I'll chain you. myself to the writing desk soon when I go down to part-time hours at what... This isn't relevant, is it? I'm giving too much detail. <laughs> yeah, let's not, let's not give his life away. He lives at 123 Trekking Shire Lane. <laughs> In England Town, England. <laughs> anyway, let's play Would You Rather. Okay. Game show theme, studio applause. Ba, 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 ba. Ba, 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 I'm gonna suck my own dick tonight. Okay. Wow, they're okay. Each of them is one. Would you rather? I thought each of them was a choice, and there oh. were like ten or fifteen of them. Okay. Like, Jesus. But each one is a would you rather? Okay, good. Number one, you're captain aboard Enterprise D. Would you yes. rather deliver the awkward eulogy for the crewman who died of a nagilam induced headache, mm. or the crew member who phased through the floor? Uh. The floor. I'm I'm gonna have to go with the Nagilam induced headache because the floor is such a fucking awesome metal ass way to die. Yeah. That I feel like I would be inappropriate. Yeah, you'd be like, they're a hero. That's the coolest way to die. Yeah, at least they died super dopely. And everybody's yeah. like, oh. oh. Yeah. Anyway, we're gonna launch this floor out of this fucking photon torpedo. <laughs> Uh, two, you're a bridge officer on Voyager. Would you rather have the journey to Earth to 3.5 years, but only remaining crew members are Chakotay, Paris, Kess, and Kim, or double the length and have only Janeway, Seven, the Doc, and Tuvok? Double. Double. Absolutely double. Double. Double also because my chances of uh, making out with Seven are increased. Wait a second. Okay. Wait one goddamn second, Rich Masters. Okay. Which one of these options has Neelix on it? Yeah. Fuck, dude. Do they both? Oh, fuck. Oh, God. That changes everything. That's a Can deal I kill breaker. kill myself? <laughs> Is that an option? Can I die in the, in the transport to the Delta Quadrant? Can I just be dead? Uh, if he's on neither of them, then I choose uh, the second. The double. Janeway 7, Doc, and Tuvok. Janeway is just a better captain. Chakotay is not very good at it. No, every time he's left in charge, shit goes horribly wrong. Yeah, every time he's left in charge, there's a fight ring with the rock or something. And then it's just like a, a slave, like a coliseum. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't want that. Um, Number three. 
Would you rather be annoying Wesley Crusher's lab partner for a week? No. Or sex pest Malcolm Reed's wingman for a week? And Reed is one going to have to go out every night. Uh, I would be Reed's friend because I would try to calm his ass down. I, yes. I I'd be like, look, like, look, dude, like, just we're gonna go out, all right? Like, I know we gotta go out every night because this is the situation, <laughs> but this is a situation I found myself in. Yeah, but <laughs> we're not gonna be weird, okay? We're just gonna go have a few drinks and see where we go. <laughs> That's what I would do. I would not want to be Reed. What? Are you gonna fuck Reed in this scenario? Look, I'll fuck Reed if it shuts him the hell up. I'll take one for the team. <laughs> God, you're such a hero. I'm a great wingman. I'm a great wingman. If you don't get laid, I'll just fuck you. I'll suck your goddamn (laughs) dick right off. Uh, Four. I guess I choose Malcolm as well. I got no jokes related to that. Yeah, there's no ahead of time. There's fucking no way I'm being his lab partner. Are you kidding me? Can I accidentally kill him? (laughs) Can I burn his face off or something horrible? Uh, Four. You're taking Spock home to meet your parents for the first time for Christmas. Okay. Are we dating? Am I dating Spock? This sounds great, by the way. I would this you ra- one. Would you would you rather take a super Vulcan post colonar voyage home Spock or the oh. weirdly emotional, shouty, intense Spock from two thousand nine? Post colonar. No, post colonar. That would be hilarious. That would be hilarious. Like full on completely unemotional Spock would be yeah. great to meet my parents. That fucking would be the funniest fucking shit. with my family is my favorite thing in the world cuz they already think I'm from fucking Vulcan like in my family I'm super fucking weird, right? Yeah, if I brought great. like hey uh, hey mom I'm home, I'm gay and I'm dating an <laughs> alien. Here he is. And he's also fucking bonkers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. Question five. Would you rather keep Tasha Yar and lose Worf as we know him? No. A.K.A. she stays the security chief and right. he stays like an underling. Right. Or keep Ensign Rowe and lose Kira? Sorry if this is a cruel question. Wow. That's a rough Wow. Uh, no. God, I love Worf and Kira. I don't want either of them to change can, or leave. Can no? Can I just say No. Yeah, I'm going to abstain. I can't. That's not fair. I am a conscientious objector to this question. Yeah, this and is I abstain. This is not. Yeah, I don't like. I don't. This game's not fun anymore. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, question six. You have just met your new captain, and he asks you to join him for a recreational visit to the holodeck without any context. Okay. Nothing dodgy here, lads. Yeah, this is. This is. That sounds kind of dodgy. Would you rather turn up and he hands you a robe to participate in a Shakespearean reenactment mm. or have a non or have a oddly close non-social distance meal with Archer? That one. Archer. Yeah, Archer is Archer bad? Archer like Archer? Archer's good. Did you guys watch Enterprise? He's great. Yeah, I like Archer. I mean, is he going to is it like early Archer where he's going to try and sell me some fucking like uh, Vulcan racism, yeah, f- pure Vulcan racism. Like I got some literature you need to look at. <laughs> Vitriol. <Vietnam>. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit! Because because then I guess I go to the Shakespearean reenactment. Honestly, uh, like Shakespeare's pretty dope. Like yeah, I, like, but I don't want to act it. You know, like if I got to be like Tybalt and I got to do like a sword fight with Romeo, that'd be pretty. Is dope. it is it the Baz Luhrmann Romeo and Juliet? I would do that. Really. 
Do you bite your thumb at me, sir? I did not bite my thumb at you. <laughs> um, question number seven. Okay. Would you rather swap series regular Troy and supporting cast member Guinan or series regular Jake Sisko and supporting cast member Nog? Wait, what's the question? You have to swap two characters. Okay, so Guinan becomes a regular to a supporting cast member and vice versa. Oh, so you sw- oh you're switching so Guinan. Troy becomes okay. a supporting cast member and Guinan becomes a regular cast member. She's the counselor. I, uh, I I don't know if they trade jobs. They just oh. trade screen time. Well, is Guinan going on the bridge? She's a bartender. That'd be strange. Why is Guinan a, on the bridge? Right, like man, this is this is like full on Trekkie response to this. Thank you. I like, think that why is, would Guinan be on the bridge? I take that She's a as, bartender. I'm pushing my glasses. Why would in episode twenty two? Why would Guinan be on the bridge? She mixing him a drink during the fight with the Romulans. <laughs> uh, I would uh, so, wait. So is. Is Nog... Which one's the supporting cast member in the, the Nog one? Is Jake is considered a regular cast member, and Nog oh, is a that supporting one. cast member. That one, then. Yeah. I want Nog to be in as many episodes yeah. as possible. Yeah. I love that guy. Fuck yeah. And, like, no offense to... to uh, Sirach Lofton? Is that his name? Yeah, Sirach Lofton. Yeah, like, he's cool. Like, and Jake's great. Like, I like Jake. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, he he's just his kid. Like, he's not really, like... Like Nog is Nog, man. Yeah, Nog is Nog. Yeah, I love Nog. I love all every type of Nog. You like eggnog? I love eggnog. I don't like eggnog. I like wow. I like uh, Ferengi nog more than I like eggnog. Well, I I also like Ferengi nog more than I like eggnog, but I still I still love me some eggnog. Eggnog is no chocolate milk. <laughs> I always no, it's not. Well, we'll get into your religion at the end. I told you you could have five. <laughs> okay, I got some pamphlets for you to read. <laughs> Uh, I look forward to eggnog, like, because it only comes around, like, in December. Like, I look forward I, to it. I find people really love it or they don't like it. And I'm it's a, true. I'm a not liking it. It's okay. It's just not, not something I would drink. People who, most people who don't like eggnog, like, hate it. Like, the same people, like, hate candy corn. Like, yes. way over dramatic because they think it's funny. Yeah, I hate candy corn. It sucks. But it's, just, I love candy corn. Wow. <laughs> but it's like people who hate it get like over dramatic on purpose because they think it's funny. But yeah, because like of uh, does it, Lewis, so I'm Lewis Black. tired of it. They're, 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 uh, they're the memeing, Lewis, right? The Lewis Black bit is funny. The Lewis Black bit is like hilarious. Candy corn and I like that. Yeah. <laughs> but that's why, because now they're like, oh, it's, it's gross. It, it, I don't like it, but it, yeah, I understand what you're saying. Uh, you know what? This is the last one of these I'm going to read, Rich. And here's why. I want to save the next eight for the next episode. Yeah. Yeah. Because these are good. Yeah, Uh, this is fun. Question question eight, our final question of the day. Okay. Would you rather take a supporting role as a random alien with lots of prosthetics and makeup so no one could tell it was you, or Mm. a human Starfleet officer with an atrociously bad piece of dialogue? It's the poop drive, Captain. It's all pooped up or something similar. That is hilarious. That one. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? I got to say poop on Star Trek? That's fucking great. Why would I not want to be recognized? Uh, yeah, also, I get to say poop on Star Trek? That's fucking great. 
Like, there's something really fun about being an alien in prosthetics. That would yeah. be super duper fun. Yeah. But just the like the opportunity to be a Starfleet officer in Star Trek, I couldn't turn that. Can pass it up. Yeah, I agree with that. One hundred. Like, I would say like, sorry, Captain, I poop myself. Like, whatever. Whatever. I don't care. Give me just let me let, put the uniform on. Yeah. Yeah. Captain, he's uh, Captain. I seem to have urinated. Like whatever. Captain, my peener made liquid come out of my pee hole. Captain, you want to fuck? And he goes, "What? No." And I'm like, "Okay, all right." It's my whole life. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, <laughs> he's going the turbo. That'd lift. be great. If it was Captain. You want to fuck? What? No. What the fuck are you saying? And you just go. <laughs> God, fuck! And you walk off in a huff. <laughs> Deck nine! <laughs> you hear it through the turbo lift. It's like, Deck nine! <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Captain, would you like to procreate? And he's like, what? No, what are you talking about? Okay, I'll be in my quarters. Holodeck! <laughs> <laughs> you could be a Vulcan on Ponfar. <laughs> oh, that would be so fun. And then they're like, ah, oh, Ponfar. It's like it's like a lower decks joke. We could write for lower decks. We really could yeah. write for lower decks. Yeah. I've been thinking that since the show got announced. Yeah. <laughs> uh if anybody's listening to this who's involved with lower decks, hit us up. Yeah, we We're got jokes. For this. We got fucking jokes. We got j- jokes that you could censor. And still make a show. Still I don't make it beyond whatever. What is it all? It's on CBS All Access, right? Yeah. Well, why? I don't think they have any R-rated think... stuff on there. You don't? No. But CBS. But why? I don't understand this. I don't understand this. Why are we like this as a country? I don't know. Who cares? We're, pur- we're puritanical. Dude, it's so fucking stupid. It's actually weirdly getting worse, according to like some stuff I've been seeing. Of course it is. A lot where like... Uh, Zoomers are starting to like uh, Puritan police themselves. Of course. Well, that's a side effect, I think, of like uh, I don't know. It's like, like a flip flop thing, right? Where yeah. like, millennials were getting all sex positive, and now yeah. they're embarrassing the shit out of their kids who are like puritanical. Right. Women. Right. Yeah. I don't know, man. Who gives a fuck? Nothing yeah. fucking matters. <laughs> People are way too up their own ass about getting up other people's asses. Yeah, just, like, like relax for, like, a second. I know it's, like, really hard, and that's, like, easy for me to say, but, like, man, there's, like, bigger problems. Joshy says relax. <laughs> hey, Captain, do you want to fuck? <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a great shirt where it's, like, it's probably... Probably you, and like it has like Captain Picard's back, and just in big font it says, "Hey Captain, do you want to fuck?" <laughs> it's the music, notes. and you're all hopeful looking. At it. Holy shit! <laughs> That's amazing. Holy fuck! Joshy says, "Relax" would be a fun show <laughs> too. Oh man. Although, like, all these years, I'm surprised you haven't made a shirt that says Joshy Want Taco Bell. Oh, yeah. Well, we gotta do the shirts. I gotta... We gotta do them again. Because our store got... We... Our, like, contract ran out with, like, Yeti or whatever. Not nah, it's boring. But 
we, this, is, this is like you, Rich's email. I'm giving too much information. Yeah, gonna, yeah, yeah. It's just, it's just, we're not on the Yeti, so we gotta make it the store again, and, we, and it's a little. Well, like our shirt store got uh, shut down by CBS, so I still need to make another one. Yeah, yeah. That's all right. We'll get there. We'll get to it. I'm just, I'm extremely leery of putting in all the effort of setting the store up, making all the listings and everything, and uh, CBS shutting me the fuck down again. Oh, man, that would suck. What is, fuck you, C- dude, they're, dude, what do they think, they're fucking Disney? Fuck you. Yeah, pretty much. Fuck CBS. Fucking CBS All Access is rebranding as Paramount Plus soon. <laughs> oh my Did you hear god. That? Of Everything f- is something plus of now. Disney fucking it, so now course. Of fucking course. Get fucking. Anyway. God, I'm gonna. I'm going to the holodeck. I'm gonna go fuck the captain. <laughs> this is ridiculous. This is stupid. <laughs> oh. I like to thank everybody for tuning in, everybody for sending in emails, yeah, and thank everybody you. for making this show possible. Mm-hmm. Thank you all so much. If you'd like to be part of the show, you know what I realized in the last episode? I did not plug the Twitter or email. Oh, okay. Well, anyway, we'll do it doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to become a part of this program, you can shoot us an email at mclassemail at gmail.com. Singular, there's never been an S. <laughs> um, shoot us an email about whatever. Just make it short, sweet, and fun. <laughs> Paragraph or two. Love it. Uh you can find us on Twitter at M Class Podcast, where we post about Star Trek. Star Trek. And you can find us on uh, Twitter as our own usernames. I'm at underscore Jeff Pennington, and I'm at Henderson 1983. Um, where we were talking about this episode last night on Twitter, yeah. And then Josh founded a chocolate milk cult, so yeah, I got bored with the episode, and I like stopped paying attention to it. And, and, I, I feel that. and I went to get chocolate milk. Now I have a, bunch a headache. Of fucking children outside. If they stole my copy of Street Fighter Five off the porch. oh fuck, dude, it's physical. I gotta fight. I must fight. I think I have a uh, a package supposedly coming today of uh, Samurai Kill Cat. What? Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, that painting that yeah. artist did. Do you know the artist? Gord. Gord. I think was it at Gord. Oh, that's dope as fuck. I think that was that was their name. That was an amazing painting. Yeah, well, I, I bought it. Because it was so dope. I had to. <laughs> if you want to sell art to Josh, be dope. Be dope about it. I'll buy it. I need lots of art. I got a Kill Bill poster coming, and I have a uh, Blade Runner poster coming. Another helicopter went overhead. Jesus. They're Mike s- picked that one up. They're searching for your fucking... Uh, street Fighter copy, dude. They're trying to fucking steal my Street Fighter. Like I better sp- get off here. There's like a spotlight uh, on your porch. <laughs> thank you, everybody, for tuning in yet again. Uh, become a patron. Patreon.com slash podcast. Send in emails. We appreciate you guys so much. Mm-hmm. Peace out. Bye. It's been a long week since the last email. It's been a long time Since that last Rich Masters tale Pitch it or ditch it from Boston John I need to catch my fix Of Jeff's table reads in a silly voice And Josh talking about dicks On M-Class
email. I swear there's never a past in them class. Email. It's always been singular that's in class. Email. Don't you settle for nothing less than it's back without fail. It's empathy. It's empathy. Empathy.